I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Fanzine.live podcast. This is Rebel Yell. And now, Gage Master, Nature's Health Box, and MK Windows proudly present Rebel Yell. Live early kickoff. Reminded me actually, I need to whack her. Just... Put on in the background, so put a bit on now. Uh, yeah, that's Dortmund game, isn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, Rebel Army, welcome to RebelYell.Live early kickoff with myself, James Easter. Mr. Pete Bell, you're there, Pete, aren't you, mate? Good afternoon, everybody. Hello, Peter. Mr. Spencer Webb, how are we doing? Afternoon, mate. Afternoon, everyone. Hello, good to hear from you. Uh, Sam, Mr. Sam Virgo, how are you doing, mate? Good afternoon, my fellow Reds. What's the man? Oh, Hinch has just joined us, actually. So What's up, just butted in. Just before I introduced uh, um, Jasper, Jasper, your gaffer has taken, taken over. Oh, I don't Adam mind Mitchell, that. How are you, mate? Yeah, very well, thanks. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, Jasper. Well. You haven't got your John Cena hat today. You haven't got your John Cena cap on. <laughs> I'm going to save it for next Saturday. Saving it for next Saturday for his run. We'll talk about that later. Jasper Pattenden, the Wasp, is here. How are you doing, Jasper? Hello, how are you? All right? Good to hear from you, mate. And um, Mr. Grumpy, Stu, he's, he's living up to his name already on the chat before we started on air. How are you doing, Stu? Yeah, lovely. Yeah, mate. Jesus. Yeah. Sell it, sell it, yeah. Oh mate, we'll sell you down the river, you know. Um, joining us today, Finn Stevens, Worthing's own Finn Stevens has made his debut. Finn, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all good, thanks. Uh, it's good to have you on. Thank you for coming on the show, mate. We really appreciate it. I think we've been right. for a few weeks to get you on, and we finally managed to. So, yeah. Great to hear from you. Well, we'll just introduce you in a second. So, guys, how's our week been? Or two weeks, I should say. Yeah. I mean, busy, to be honest. I've been really busy. Um, doing working six till two last week and half two till ten thirty this week. So try to keep myself as busy as possible. But yeah, same old really. Any nice uh, fillet steak for you? No, no, I haven't. All I've got is a few, few nice smelling hand creams. Left. 
the face moisturizer. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the modern man. The modern man. Exactly. Pete, what have you been up to, mate? Have you um, have you uh, been? Uh, I've missed you down the beer aisle in Morrison's this week. I haven't actually seen our usual regular weekly meeting down the beer aisle at Morrison's. So I'm disappointed. Um, yeah, I have been down there, obviously, but I've, I've missed you a couple of times. But um, yeah, I've been working from home. I've been fortunate enough that um, Housing Association sent me some work I can do over the phone, so it's all it's all good with me at the moment. Very good. And uh, Spencer, yourself, mate, how have you been? Yeah, all good. Cheers, mate. Yeah, I'm still working from home, and we're shielding. So all of this: can you go out? Can't you go out? Where can you go? Where can't you go? Doesn't apply to us. So. We're all the same. It's pretty awful, isn't it? Like you know, you, you, didn't you say to me you've just been popping out to the local co-op just for a few goods, but that's sort of yeah. thing you do, really. Isn't it? Oh yeah, I've been doing some DIY pest control today as well, so uh, screw fix as well. Oh, nice. what, what, what have you been infested <laughs> by? <laughs> um, wood mites, woodworm. Oh no, we discovered. We discovered. No, so, not in, no, the house, no. in the house, yeah. And we can't have anyone come in and treat it, so I've been trying myself. Oh, so, so pest, you're going to be a pest controller extraordinaire as well as a part-time job, by the looks of it, yeah? Just a pest, I think. <laughs> yeah, just a pest. We won't talk what kind. Um, just, just, hang on. Sorry, sorry, James, just a quick one. Yeah. James, your microphone is a bit low, apparently, according to one of the listeners. Pesky microphone, just eh? want to treat that a little bit. Is this better? Is this better? I don't know. You say that. Sounds to me. <laughs> sounds to everyone. Do I sound low on the call with you guys? No, no you sound fine, mate. Maybe it's maybe it's their speakers. Maybe it's their speakers. We'll blame. Go and get some new speakers off Amazon. Um, Adam Hinchelwood has obviously joined us now. Adam, how are you, mate? What, what have you been doing for the last couple of weeks apart from training for a marathon, which will be running next Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, not a lot. Just trying to phone around a few of the boys um, this week. Um, just start planning as if the season's going to go ahead like normal really um so we look to start early july um and obviously still got six weeks um between now and then um and hopefully we know a little bit more um from the league whether that's likely to happen or not but um i think we've got to start planning as if everything's going to go ahead nice excellent so i mean yeah I, i guess you just really want a bit of clarity and sort of confirmation that's going so you can start planning and looking forward to it yeah, that's right. I mean, like from my point of view, we've got to assume that everything's going to go ahead like it normally would, um, so that we're not surprised if that is the case. Um, but like I say, it's a long, still got six weeks before we would start back pre-season anyway, so hopefully things become a, little, a lot clearer um, in, in the meantime. But um, yeah, phone, phone around all the boys, they all seem really confident and really positive about coming back again next year. Um, so do you have a good feeling that we're going to be able to keep I know you said a couple of weeks ago you're hoping do you, you're starting to get a good feeling now that you might be able to keep a few of the players yeah I mean or the core, the core stage, squad even yeah this sort of stage is just like verbal agreements I suppose nothing really gets signed but um, you know you just rely on their word all I say is just be honest if, if you do get an approach from someone then just be honest and, and keep us in the loop but um, yeah I've spoke to possibly 10-11 of last year's squad now and all, all come back no that's brilliant I think uh, we've lost Adam there has Adam lost his mic can anyone else hear Mike yeah lost your audio Adam yeah he went quiet 
going really quiet. Back? Yeah, I think you're back, yeah? All right, yeah. Yeah, so just obviously with the off-the-pitch stuff as well that's going on at the moment, um, I think just everyone can't wait to get going again, really. Well, I know Stu's been... Uh, you, are you still popping down the ground most days, Stu, at the moment? Like, yeah, right. Or, yeah, yeah, how's, yeah how's down there. still looking like st- stood still in time? Yeah, it's all right, mate. No, everything's still right down there, pal. Uh, yeah, go down twice a day to make sure things are all right, and Saturday mornings and tomorrow morning pop down for a couple of hours as well. So, yeah, no, everything's good, pal. Nothing's, nothing's changed. It all looks all looks good down there. Obviously, look even better come the start of next season, hopefully. Have you finished painting? Yeah, painting's finished. Well, my my uh, my excuse of painting's finished. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's all good. All good. So... Sam, last two weeks ago, you said you got sacked from Worthing as the football manager. Manager, he obviously replaced Adam when uh, on football manager and became the Worthing manager. And you took us up to the championship and lost in two consecutive uh, playoff finals at Wembley. So, have you been hired by another club yet? Yeah, that that, that sucked. I mean, that was in 20, 2033, but I ended up just starting a new save. Um, that's keeping me busy. I'm actually. Trying to work my way up the World Hall of Fame at the moment on Football Manager. Um, but other than that, just enjoying the sun. Obviously, we're blessed with the nice weather at the moment. So, going out for a few runs and sitting on the balcony with a few beers. Um, and obviously, just waiting to hear back from from my work. I'm still furloughed at the moment. Um, but they're working really hard behind the scenes to get some more sort of health contracts. We've just secured a big one with Vitality. So, I'm assuming we'll be back in the office sort of July, maybe August time. Good stuff. I mean, I bet Adam wishes we could just uh, reload the season maybe about six months ago or something and reload the year and hope this uh, whole virus doesn't take off. We could actually be celebrating something by now. <laughs> yeah, it could, could possibly be the case. Um, obviously, that was life. we was in a good position. Um, but yeah, you know, it is, is what it is, isn't it? Um, I think everybody now is just really focused on um, getting back and ready to go again for next season. Um you know, we've got to put last season behind us and, and go again and look to be better and get more points, more goals and everything like that. And that's that's going to be our challenge and our task. Yeah, well, I think we, we're starting to really see a lot of clarity across the leagues. Obviously, uh, was it, am I right in saying yesterday that EFL League Two was voted to be cancelled and null and volified, was it? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're ending, yeah, but, but they're yet to decide how they're actually going to end it. Well, the same yeah, promotions. Yeah, the same promotions, but this, and but no relegations. So you're a bit confused of how they're going to align the 92 clubs. Yeah, mm. and how how the borough fit into that? If, if borough are champions in the national league, however, oh, that's going to end they up. They might do six, uh-huh. six um, oh. relegations a year before. Bit Dortmund, then on. Oh, I need to get. Oh, I haven't got one found. I'm sure we'll find out in due course. He's only been 18 a couple of weeks. He's already put yeah, no. Just, Jasper's not distracted at all. <laughs> no, I saw on the, on the BBC page today that the League One playoffs could be extended and that's to include more teams. And obviously they've got to try and sort out what happened with Berry, and all the tiers will be messed around, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's going to be interesting. Um, but little little Finn sitting in a little dot in my corner of the screen. We haven't we haven't really said like so. Finn, how how have you? What have you been up to really since? Uh, obviously, the disappointment of the season. We we kind of moving away from that now because we won't touch it. Because yeah. I guess from us all at Rebel Yell, we, we all and every guest that we've had on of your teammates and from the club, we've all been really disappointed for the ending of the season. But we kind of got used to it now. We've obviously got more things to look forward to, which has been we'll talk about later on in the podcast. But you know. Um, just tell us how you've been, mate. What, what have you been doing? Um, 
obviously I've been doing some college work as doing like online lessons now because college closed down. Uh, I've been doing quite a lot of that. Been giving loads of work and that. Doing some um, like Zoom lessons online okay. with teachers and that. Um, been going out, playing some football, keeping fit. Uh, not too much else really. Just can't wait to be playing football again. To be honest. What are you studying at college? I'm doing double sports science and economics. Oh, nice one, mate. So a lot of that economics, I bet there's more. Or has sports science got the most coursework and lesson work? Uh, sports science got the most coursework, but like um, economics, you get like assignments and that, and you have to hand them in on certain dates. So you've got to get it done, really. Been watching anything on TV or some new music you've been listening to just to sort of get you through all this work? Yeah, there's been quite a lot of new albums dropped, actually. Um been listening to them quite a lot. load of music, actually. Uh, a little Any bit of recommendations for the listeners? Travis Scott's new album, Finn. Listen to that. Oh, Polo G's new album. No. Travis Scott's album. Give that a listen. Things good. The youngest yeah, to say. Not heard of either of those. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the thoughts, though. No, so um, oh, this week on this this episode, talking about music, um, you know, uh, Sam, Pete, Stu, Jasper, and myself have chosen our songs that you'll hear. I'll let you know what ones are. I mean, Stu did request cartoons of Witch Doctor, which I didn't know if he was being serious or not, but I think he realised I was actually <laughs> play it. Mug him, mug him off on air, so I got a desperate message going, "No, mate, no, mate," and you'll hear his uh, you'll hear his choice in a little bit. <laughs> no, I, 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 I thought I semi thought he was taking a mic, but I thought he might just be, uh, you know, you, you can't that really. Good song, mate. Music choice. Oh, it is. It's mate. a good song. It's a good song. Uh, I think. Are you gonna do a little sing song of it if you want, mate? No, no, no. no. We'll, we'll, save, we'll, we'll save that when you uh, save that for one day down at Woodside, yeah. No, no. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> <laughs> right. On that, on that note, chaps. On that note, uh, let's just say. So on today's show, we are. Um, I've got to have a bit of a word with you guys and us Rebel Yellows. We have to say we are disappointed with the listeners because little Paul Sorry, Jasper right. Pattenden. The, um, <laughs> he wanted himself to be immortalised as a statue outside Woodside Road. And we set you a competition to win a limited edition, one of a kind, signed copy, uh, signed Rebel Yell sheet by the Worthing Squad and Adam himself, which uh, Stu kindly arranged. And we have had two entries. Two entries. What an insult to Jasper. Jas, you're not happy, are you? Yeah. You've been crying every night, haven't you? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's her. I can't lie. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and say to everyone listening that you haven't hurt my and my family's feelings. Um, <laughs> but, but all we can do is get our chins up and move on, um, which I am struggling to do. But I'm trying with everyone around me. We're we're going for it. But no, yeah. It, There's still hurt. time to enter, people. You've still got yeah, an hour minutes. or so You've until Jasper picks. Minutes. 90 minutes or so Jasper will pick the winner at the end of the show he's already got two entries I mean for them they're probably hoping that they don't get any more entries because it's a 50-50 chance they're going to win <laughs> but for us we want to get a bit more so guys you've got to do a picture of Jasper Pattenden as a statue under the hashtag draw the wasp tag one of the Worthing uh, Rebel Yell Worthing FCSA uh, Twitter Instagram Facebook send it to us We'll forward it on to Jasper and Jasper will pick her just before we end the show today. Um, but yeah. I really feel disappointed for the lad because once this like sort of little semi-lockdown was lifted, he told me him and his dad were driving around sites in Worthing saying that would be a good little place to put a statue for me. So, you know, you're breaking yeah. a young Worthing's future professional football star's heart here, chaps and ladies. So, it's something yeah, you can just, put on his CV for the mayor of Worthing as well. Yeah. <laughs> Jasper, do you want to put, put a, a quick final rallying cry out to everyone? To the nation, I'm, I'm, I've said all I can say. 
There's nothing left to say. Just, no, it is what it is. Some Do your duty. Yeah, just, just come on. That's what you say about a little bit. Nah, I'm joking. Sort Two's better than none. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking. Anyway, um, after, oh, we're going to play a song shortly, guys. And then we're going to have, Pete's going to be speaking to Nathan Bow and uh, Director of Football with Worthing. Uh, he's going to be joining us on the line. Um, we're going to play a couple of songs. Then, obviously, yesterday, oh, no, it was day four. Future Bright, um, the crowdfunding campaign for Worthing was fantastically launched by the club. Uh, we're going to have Barry and George, Barry the chairman, George Dow, the owner, are going to be discussing it with uh, the sort of core organising squad that I know Sam and Pete had a lot to do, as well as the Worthing FC Sports Association, Angela Tanner, the secretary, is going to be joining. Um, Adam, we're going to like see, we're going to chat more to you in a bit, mate, uh, if you, you could stay around for the next little bit. Um, and what we're going to do now is play a song, chaps. It's good to have you back. Um, We'll see you in a bit. Thank you for tuning in to Rebel Yell. So it wasn't Depeche Mode in this silence. It was actually uh, Tiesto's remix of uh, Enjoy the Silence. God knows why it's come up as Depeche Mode. You know, that's, uh, that's my computer being weird. But... Um, Joining us online, Nathan Bowen. How are you doing, mate? How uh, how have you been? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, thank you. Um, like I say, yeah, I've got the little man, so I've, I've been sane for it, getting him out on his on his uh, hours exercise and stuff, and smashing up the flat in between. So yeah, been been good, mate. Obviously, um, our listeners are only able to listen on the radio, but we're, we're blessed right now to see this beautiful little boy in front of him, eating a lot of lovely watermelon right now, Cassius, so it's good to have him on the camera with us as well. Pete's going to, I'm going to hand over to Pete, as we said just off air, he's going to just sort of chat to you a little bit about, you know, how you come to Worthing and, you know, your, your sort of like career and everything up that, so uh, Pete, mate, it's over to you. Okay, cheers, cheers, cheers for that, Sam. Uh, Nathan, good afternoon, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate, Sam, yourself? Sorry, yeah. James. <laughs> Good, James. We can still hear you for some reason. <laughs> yeah, no. I was just saying you called me. You called me Sam. How dare you? Did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll leave you. <laughs> it's this early kickoff. You see, that's what's done it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. You um, you sort of appeared at Worthing uh, quite quietly, <laughs> mysteriously. So, what what was the story behind that? Um. Well, I'd actually been involved quite a bit in the background. Um, I don't know if you remember Zaki and those guys before. I used to help them with the development centre. Um, so it's, it's a bit of a weird link how I ended up at Worthing. Um, but basically the company I work for um, are Tommy Elphick's agents. And obviously when Gary Elphick was involved, we came over and, and helped him basically with the sort of promoting and, and running of the development centre. Um, and then obviously we got to, to know George and, and Calvin at the time and and yeah we just basically we just yeah we ended up being like mates basically and, and said listen we'll help you out with any projects that you might need help with um, obviously I've, I've had a bit of experience doing that in my previous jobs as, as well so it just sort of materialised from that really. Right and um, how did you what's your sort of history in football because obviously um, and if you could def- define your role as director of football and what what your role and responsibilities are um my hit my my history in football is not that long <laughs> if i'm honest um well, you, I, you're only 21 yeah <laughs> i wish um but yeah like 
it, it, I played recreationally, you know, played a good bit of county football and whatever. Um, but most of my history is around coaching um, at Albion in the community and, and Brighton sort of pre-academy and things like that. Um, social inclusion work, working in schools. So it's always been sort of coaching uh, young players, basically. That's, I did that straight from college. And I just always just try to progress um, each year. Um, so obviously fast forward in a few years after working with under 18s and youth and whatever, I've got an opportunity just to sort of come in and, and shadow Hinch. Um, obviously, again, new Hinch from Brighton and his uncle from Brighton and stuff. And it was literally just going to be, you know, coaching the youth, but shadow and see what I, I could learn and, and bring to the team as well. Um, and then obviously the role of director of football um, offered to me. So it was one I couldn't really turn down. The, the role itself, director of football, um, sounds uh, quite impressive. Basically, it's about helping um, all the different teams that we've got connect to the board. Uh, also, we've got a lot of teams. We've got the, the two senior teams, the men's and, and the women's uh, sides. Um, we've got the under-18s. We've got the under-19s academy. And we've got the 14s, 15s and 16s. Uh, and we've got the development centre. Um, so, obviously, it, it's difficult to coordinate that unless unless you've got someone in, in the role. Um, and it's about helping those guys progress in the background, setting strategy, budgets or processes, how we're going to improve in the future, all that sort of stuff. Um, and, and just basically being there for the, for the managers to be able to sound off and get ideas from and help them with certain things. Obviously, the managers and coaches are focused on what's happening on the pitch. Um, the board um, are focused on what's happening off the pitch. Um, and you need someone in between to sort of, help the two go together and merge. Right, excellent. That's, that's a very good answer. <laughs> a lot of people, it's like you say, you hear this, this term, you know, director of football banded about, and a lot of people just really don't know what's involved with it. They think they just sit in the stand and eat the prawn sandwiches, basically, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> so, I try so to be hands-on as yeah, well. With, with, with all the teams that, you, yeah. that you're, you're involved with, is, is that a big, you know, a take on your time? Because obviously you've got, as we can see, you've got young Cassius there, um, you know, with your family commitments, etc. Yeah, it, well, it is. Um, but I, I think anyone that's involved in football, football takes up a lot of your time. I, I think one of the, the things that uh, drew me to Worthing in the first place is how much effort all the, the staff and Obviously, you guys. If we, if you go to the ground, obviously during the season, not in lockdown, but you'll always, you'll always see people around the place working hard when they don't have to. Whether it be yourself, whether it be Stu, whether it be Hinch, myself. Um, so yeah, it does take up a lot of my time, but it's it's by choice and and wanting to be involved in in the project. Um, yeah, I don't think you could be involved if if you weren't prepared for that <laughs> to be the case. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, like I say, with Cassius and, and, and having a young family, um, it can be difficult. But again, that's down for, for us to manage it and making sure that, you know, when I'm at home, I make sure that I'm trying to focus on, on what I'm doing at home and, and try and leave football sometimes um, as difficult as it is. Try and leave that at the front door once you get in. Um, but yeah, once I get up in the morning, I'm out the door, then you've got to be fully focused on, on what you're doing. And I think that mentality was... And again, it's driven massively by George and Hinch. They're like they're, they're so much of their time. If you look at any team, you turn up on a Sunday, Hinch is there, George is there. Like any day of the week, they're there. So that's a massive 
a reason why the teams, all the teams, have done as well as they've done. And yeah, I've bought into that basically. Excellent. So with the the last season and the sudden finish to it, um, what was your your favourite team of last season? Then, as you're involved in them in all of them, um, difficult. I think. All of them have done so well. So I, I'm not sure if I've got a favourite. What, what I can say is um, it was my first time being involved in the men's team, like in a men's team at that level. Um, so that was a, a, a good experience for me to be part of that and obviously to be doing so well and to be top of the league. However, working with the academy is probably the most enjoyable part for me because you, you get to see people like Jasper, um, like Ty, um, when he came on against Brighton and, and things like that, the boys who were coming through, we were able to work with them three, four times a week. Uh, and, and to see them, yeah, thank you, um, and to see them um, sort of progress through um, is, is fantastic. So that was probably the most enjoyable part for me is, is to be working. And I started working with the 16s as well, um, like the youth teams. And again, you know, they won a cup final and to see them guys progressing into the 18s, fully hoping that some of those guys progress into the first team um, in the coming seasons. So that's the most enjoyable. Um, I'm not sure if I have a favourite team, but that was the most enjoyable. But like I say, being part of of the first team set up and, you know, even on match days, I'm not doing much. I'm just kicking some footballs at the goalkeeper or whatever. But to be part of it um, and to be there and, and to learn and see how well I mean, the first team are pretty much a youth team anyway. They're, they're all under yeah. 20. So, so to, to see those guys progress from when I first saw them um, to, to what they were doing um, last season, it was, it was amazing, really. Yeah, like I say, I think it was the... Uh... I think it was the last game. The last game where we the under sixteens won the trophy. It was I was doing. I was doing the the women's helping out the women's team, and yeah. and obviously keeping up to date with the scores. And then to win that trophy, and um, at least we did have a trophy to lift. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and again, like if you look at the setup, the youth team is quite new. The academy is quite new. You know. Um, Every, everything is new. Uh, you have to remember, George has only been involved sort of four or five years. So, yeah, to see that amount of success with the 18 sitting top of the table, the men and women sitting top of the table, the 16s winning trophies, in that short space of time, um, yeah, just shows what a good job everyone's been doing, really. Yeah, and the thing is, um, obviously, with the fundraiser uh, and the developments around the ground, it's it's really going to be a place that's... Um, a, players are going to want to come and play, aren't they? Oh, massively. I, I think um, we, we had we had a bit of that anyway. I think in terms of players wanting to come to us with the staff that we've got uh, and, and the training and facilities that we already had. Um, but again, we want to progress. We don't want to, we don't want to stand still. And, and the facilities aren't just for the players. It's for, it's for you guys. It's for the fans. We want everyone that comes through that gate to have a good experience or the best experience that we can provide. Um, and this is going to be massive. I mean, I couldn't, couldn't believe how quickly people have jumped in to, to help the club and, and, and to, you know, help us raise the funds. It's, it's been unbelievable. Um, but it will be for the benefit of everyone. And, that, and that's the thing that's great about it. Whether you're a seven-year-old coming to the development centre or, you know, whether you're our, our top scorer or whatever, everyone's going to get a you know, a good experience out of coming to the ground now. 
That's it, and it really is going to be, you know, heart of the community. Like you said, we we, we see all levels up there, all yeah. all groups. The pitch pitch is busy all the time, isn't it? So, it, it, and this is just going to absolutely, you know, I think cherry on top of the cake is the expression. Yeah, definitely. And and like I say, it's it's something. This will put us in good stead for the next few years. But we're not going to stop. You know, it's not like we're going to do this and then that will be the end of it. Um, we're always looking to progress, whether that's in terms of making the teams better, making the ground better, more staff we can add in, anything we can add in order to help us progress we're looking to do. Obviously, we can't do it all at one time because <laughs> these things cost yeah. money and, uh, and time and effort. Um, but, you know, like I say, with the people that are involved, hopefully we keep seeing these over the next 5, 10, 15 years. We want to be a club that's progressing, definitely. Absolutely. So, Nathan, I'm... We've come to the end of our time. Uh, otherwise, yep. I get shouted at by James. So yeah, thank no. you, thank you ever so much for doing this. Um, young Cassius has been so well behaved; it's been unbelievable. Uh, did, 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 try to, did try to feed you with his watermelon, but we'll forgive yeah. him that one. <laughs> no, no, I really, I really appreciate you guys inviting me on. So yeah, hopefully, I'll come on again shortly. Yeah. Oh, Nathan, you're always welcome on here. So you know, mate, mate, thank you very much, and like you know, look after yourself and your family. And uh, we'll look forward to speaking. So hopefully, see you soon. More be better than uh, speaking yeah. over Skype. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, you too as well. Look, look after yourself, guys, and keep up everything you're doing. We do appreciate it. All right. Bye, Cassius. Cheers, Cheers mate. Bye, Cassius. Hey, boy. He's not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, buddy. See you later. So that was Pete's choice of song, Foo Fighters, My Hero. A good, good choice. A strong choice there, Pete, I would say. So well done, mate. That was a really nice choice there. And I think it's a, it's a lot of a very apt for this time of uh, life we're experiencing at the moment. But um, back on the line after a nice two-week break, Barry Hunter. How are you, Barry? Hi, James. I'm very well. Thank you very much. It's, it's really nice to hear from you. And um, I know we're going to get down to it a bit, but I think you've had a very busy... Well, especially a few days, but yeah, a couple of weeks since we last talked. Yeah, yeah, we've, uh, well, as a football club, certainly we've been uh, busy bees behind the scenes trying to get things uh, uh, underway for the for fundraiser. Uh, lots and lots happening. So, uh, but it's good when you get such um, positive, you know, initial positivity out of it. It's, it's always very rewarding. So, um, um, yeah, it's been busy, but good, really good fun. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. It's a real, real, real morale boost for all of us, which we'll, we'll get into shortly. And um, also, George Dow has joined us. The owner, George, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, James. Thanks for inviting us on. No, it's really good to have you back on, mate. Obviously, I know, I know you've been uh, a little bit preoccupied with baking while listening to Rebel Yell pretty much every time we've done it over the last few weeks. So I expect <laughs> you to be, you and your girlfriend, to be bringing some cakes down to Woodside Road once, uh, once we get back down there in the future. Is that a deal? Uh, well, at the moment, I haven't got a kitchen, so I can't commit to that. <laughs> we were, we were no, baking. We'll tell we were anyone if you the... pop into Asda on the way. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll drop in. Oh, my auntie, my auntie does the cakes on a match day, so I'll get her to rustle some up and bring them down. Fantastic. Well, obviously you were on the first podcast, and uh, you were going to be on the second, and you know, down at Woodside if we recorded. But obviously, lots of things have changed. So, um, how have you been keeping? Like, what have you been doing to keep yourself occupied, mate? While we've been on this uh, lockdown. Uh, well, like Barry said, a lot of our time's been taken up by ramping up for the uh, the fundraiser and trying to organise it, make sure it goes out um, and is communicated as well as possible to hopefully try and spread it as far as possible and uh, yeah get people engaged with it so a lot of our time has been spent up doing that really and if that fails then there's always netflix to switch on yeah some good stuff on netflix have been recently uh did you watch tiger king i did watch tiger king yeah yeah very what strange it's really strange it make yeah. you want to go to florida and all that lot <laughs> not, i've got no immediate need to be there i don't think if you've been living under a rock, everyone, over the last 48 hours, um, you might not have noticed that Worthing have launched a Futures Bright project, which is a fundraiser, um, which Barry, George, and we've got Angela Tanner from the Worthing uh, Football Associ- uh, Supporters Association, who's the secretary. Angela's been joining. Angela, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's good. I know you're a very loyal, regular listener to Rebel Yell and all the podcasts, so it's really nice to actually have you involved. And I know we're doing a focus on the Sports Association on our next one in two weeks' time with Gary, and you know we'll be part of the group then. But it's really nice to see see your lovely face on the camera. I can see and uh, hear from you, um, and I'm really looking forward to handing the mic over to you. How many of you in the room? Five, and Spencer's here as well because I know uh, we'll reveal why Spencer is in a little bit, but. Um, Guys, over to you. Let's let's talk about Futures Bright. And Barry, do you want to introduce it if so people don't know right yet? Sure. I can introduce it, James. Um, future... <laughs> I put you on the spot. Yeah, it certainly has. Um, futures Bright. Well, I mean, obviously, there's a bit of a play there. We had uh, play on words with um, the floodlights being a, a core part of what it is we want to try and achieve. But... Uh, we left that down to George's uh, design and creativity. So he's come up with a, a great slogan there. But but our objective, um, as I said in the video, um, we've got a couple of objectives here. The first was to, as Nathan said earlier, was to, or is to, improve the experience that um, our supporters and fans have when they visit the ground. Um, and also to uh, improve and attract, the, or improve the experience of, for the players as well. Um, so the floodlights, uh, brand new LED floodlights, state of the art, will be the best in the in the league without any shadow of a doubt, um, and probably um, as good as anything in the leagues above uh, of, of amateur football. So, and I think that was a really important um, um, investment that we needed to make. Um, and I think when it comes to um, other bits there, and less for the players in terms of the. Uh, northeast corner development but that was much more about the supporters uh in putting in a, a brand new uh toilet block facility uh a tea and food hut to service that part of the ground um and we're doing a little bit around the home change rooms as well um and th- i think it's really important to just not rest on your laurels we've got such a wonderful um base and, and reputation in the town and outside of the town in the county and to some extent nationally as well but it's, you, you can't stand still in these in these things. And we've got ambition. There's no doubt we can progress as a club. Um, and uh, you, you can't afford to stand still. You've just got to keep moving forward and showing everybody what we're about. And um, I suppose this is a, another step in that in that direction. And as Nathan said earlier, there's lots more to come behind this. But uh, 
uh, one step at a time. Well, obviously you launched the uh, crowdfunder, was it Thursday night? I'm kind of losing track of days now. I think it was Thursday. Yeah, yes. Thursday at 5pm, I think it was. Thursday at 5pm, and as we stand now at 14.42 on uh, Saturday, so not even 48 hours later, we've raised 13000 £300, which is 30% of the target. So, George, you must be overwhelmed by that, mate. Yeah, absolutely gobsmacked by the initial response, to be honest. I, I knew that it might be a, a little boom at the start, but I wasn't expecting anywhere near the amount that's been raised so far. And from the support that everyone's chucked at it, whether that be um, contributions or sharing it, posting it, retweeting it, posting about it, it's been, yeah, it's been amazing. Kept us busy, but it's been really, really, really good buzz at the start. No, it's, it's, it's been amazing. I mean, I, I got wind of the Futures Bike Project a few months ago and, you know, I was hearing murmurings. And, but I know there's been a steering committee set up by Ange. Has been, Ange, can you tell us what your role has been? I don't want to sort of put words in anyone's mouth and say what it is because uh, it'd be better for you to explain. Oh, OK. Well, um, the uh, Barry asked me if I would have a look at coordinating the fundraising uh, activities that we were planning to carry out uh, well over the over the coming season that was when we were still anticipating people coming to the ground uh, rather than where we are at the moment but um, one of the one of the first uh, areas of fundraising to uh, that was to get off the ground was the uh, crowdfunder page and that was actually has been masterminded by uh, by Mark uh, Mark Armitage who uh, has has experience in crowdfunder pages and so he was the one who uh, got the page um, registered and then we were looking at gathering together the information that you needed for the page so there was the video that needed to go on there content the rewards and lots of people um, coming forward with ideas for rewards that would encourage people to um, to um, put in their donations so that was um, that's the first big piece of work really which has been carried out I think on the um, on on this element of fundraising, but also behind the scenes, of course, there was the uh, the work that went on for the grant uh, funding from the uh, Stadium Improvement Fund, and uh, that was a lot of work going behind the scenes. So you know, perhaps people were thinking, oh, it's all gone very quiet, but in fact, uh, Barry and the board and uh, uh, you know that group of people were putting a load of work into uh, into getting that uh, off the ground. And I think uh, Barry could probably say a little bit uh, more about the um, the grant for the Stadium Improvement Fund because it was he who suggested that we went for it in the first place. Yeah, thank you, Ange. Um, it, yes, it's something that um, I've done before uh, at a club uh, I was involved with uh, prior to Worthing at Loxford. And uh, uh, I think the thing about everybody, you know, a lot of people criticise the FA and Football Foundation and uh, Sports England for not providing... And, and getting money down into the grassroots of football, but I, I can tell you, it is there. You kind of need to know where where it is, and then find the right people who can unlock it. And Andrew's done a fantastic job in pulling that whole process together. But um, the Football Stadium Improvement Fund, which is funded by the FA, the Premier League, the Football Foundation, and other groups and other bodies that do pass money down to the uh, the grassroots of football, they they will cover seventy percent of any grant. And the higher you are in the um, sorry of any of any funding project, and the higher you are in the pyramid, the more more money you can apply for. Um, actually, after this project, we still have at step as a step three club. I think there's there's another fifty or seventy five thousand pounds of grant money we can apply for. So um, that that bodes well. And I think if we go above 
um, the step three into step two, which is the National League South, then there's another pot of money, which which is fantastic. And I and I you know I always support the FA, the Premier League, the Football Foundation because they do make funds available and they do try to do things properly for for grassroots football. So yeah, um, I think uh, I think this is going to make a huge difference to the club. Looking forward to it. Sam and Pete have got involved as well, guys. Do you want to tell us what your you know what, what how and why you got involved? You know, I went to an initial meeting where sort of the, the name was decided, um, and I've sort of just put in what I can do to help the the project. Which, to be honest, I haven't actually started that part of it yet. So, for the campaign to get off to such a solid start the way it has, is absolutely brilliant. And when I come into play, it might make my life a little bit easier. To be honest, so thank <laughs> you, everyone. I think a massive part has been played by um, by Ange in the sense of getting me and yourself involved, Pete. Um, and really just trying to work on the communication side of things. Um, you look at all the great things that fans have done in the past, the present, and obviously hopefully what we're looking to do in the future. Um, the association, the supporters association, um, we all work hard towards projects and obviously the new um, facilities that have been funded by us already. That's only going to be strengthened by the new members that we managed to get um, joining us. And as James said, we will be focusing on some some new membership tiers, perhaps, and rewards that we'll speak about in the next sort of couple of months on the supporters association side of things. Um, we did also look at the rewards that we could put and contribute to the crowdfunder. Um, as we've been speaking, we have had someone that spent thirty pounds on presenting the player of the month award. Um, so thanks to whoever that was. There are some milestone awards that are still up for grabs on there as well. Um, and then from sort of the Rebel Yell team. Just a chance for you to join join Pete on the commentary. I know that's been proven really popular. Um, three out of 21 have been claimed for that. Again, that's at £30. Um, or you can join us on the podcast. So if you've got a particular player that you perhaps might want to ask a few questions or interview or speak to us, you've got a chance to do that and really get involved. Yeah, we always have a good old laugh and we all do say uh, we're, having, we're having a good time. So, you know, if you're listening now and you do enjoy listening to Rebel Yell, I mean, I know some people don't like the sound of their own voice, but you can't hear it unless you listen back so just get dig deep get that 30 quid out we only put two at the moment just because obviously we don't know what's going on in terms of uh you know obviously everything with coronavirus um whether we'll be back if this continues for a lot longer we will be able to offer more and i'm sure those those can be edited and you know by the sort of towards the end we might be able to add some more we haven't had anyone wanting to join us yet so come on guys dig deep have put it in your pockets um speak uh, speak for yourself james yeah, no, I'm waiting for payday, mate. Pay- waiting for payday. <laughs> yeah, something can. Uh, if I come and say uh, something that we that we did think was uh, was important uh, and is really being demonstrated by the things that you're saying is that so many people want to get involved and they want to either do things to raise funds or to get involved in that. And so something we felt was important was to have uh, a single point of contact on this. So if um, if people have got ideas about fundraising then uh, if they can get in touch, and that's um, something I've offered to do, which is to keep everybody in touch with each other as um, ideas about fundraising come up. And so we've already got, um, obviously, the crowdfunder page, which is um, effectively has been led by Mark. But we've got Sam, who's um, who's working closely with the supporters association and drawing those fundraising activities together, um, those people, interested people together. And then we've got Pete, who's looking um, going to be looking at companies, which he'll speak about in due course. I'm having a look at um, the community focus and the impact that we have on uh, on our local community and potential there. 
Uh, and there's a range of other fundraising activities that are being proposed and ideas coming up. And so what we really want is to be really well coordinated on this so that we don't have duplication, we don't have gaps and everybody can be supported um, because uh, you know, our supporters will be supported when they're doing uh, their fundraising and getting involved. And uh, so it's it's just really, uh, really uplifting to see everybody getting so involved. It's, it's really, uh, really good news. And this campaign really brings it to the fore. And I think it's, you know, it's going to get a lot of supporters, you know, thinking of fundraising, something maybe they wouldn't have thought of before or thought of getting involved with before. And I think, you know, it's probably to the forefront of a lot of people's minds, which would be good going forwards. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Sam. By the way, well done. Thank you for uh, for acquiring one of our unique uh, lifetime um, season tickets. You, I think you bought one yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, I bought one yesterday. I got, I got the first one, which I was quite proud of. Long-term yeah. investment. Um, obviously, it's my hobby. It's my passion. It helps us as a club, but it, it helps me as well. So it's something I enjoy. Um, and a, a thanks to Spencer as well. Spencer's obviously on the call. He bought one too. Um, so that was three grand there. Just bumped bumped us up nicely. Lovely. Well yeah. done, Spencer. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. Yes, so, yes. Long-term investment. And, you know, again, it bears, it bears in mind, you know, this whole project. It's a long-term project. It's not just about the here and now of of Worthing, it's about the you know the long term future. So, yeah, it's good, well good, good stem with it. What we're going to do now is uh, play uh, Spencer's actual song choice, which is by the Pet Shop Boys, who he should have been seeing in concert next week. It's called Opportunities in brackets. Let's make lots of money. So we're gonna we're gonna play that out, and I think once we come back, guys, if you can stay on the line, we'll talk about the reward levels and anything else you guys want to say to try and get this fundraiser going. So stand by your stand by your Skype. I should say stand by your phones, and uh, we'll be back to you shortly. Spencer's choice there of us, Pet Shop Boys opportunities, let's make lots of money. Spencer, does that kind of hurt a little bit that you won't be seeing them this week? It it, it does, but, you know, the, the world's what it is at the moment, and uh, I'll wait another year, and we'll see. Yeah, well, you took it out on buying a, an expensive lifetime season ticket at, at Worthing, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have you do yeah, that. So we'll that's it, I can't go out again now for another five years, probably. I know, well, Sam, as Pete quite rightly said in the chat the other day, Sam said, like, you know, is he taking that away from his wedding fund with his girlfriend or his fiance? I should say that grand and a half. A little bit <laughs> might have come out of the wedding fund, but we'll keep that one quiet. <laughs> oh, no. Who needs flowers? Yeah, we, we Who needs flowers at a wedding anyway? <laughs> no, you get get some plastic ones off the internet. Get them from sent from China or something. Oh, actually, you don't want to do that, do you? To be honest. But hey ho. Um, so we're going to talk about the rewards now. We obviously we, we were sort of touching on obviously Sam Spencer, and there was one more ticket. But who did that? Look, give him a little shout out, pat on the back. I mean, it was, I mean, it was Keefson. So Rick, Richard Smith is his full name. Um, Keefson on the Rebel Rebels forum. Um, very passionate fan. Obviously, massively grateful for him joining in as well. Um, so yeah, there's seven, left. seven seven unique opportunities left. Fantastic. And uh, Gary, chairman of the Women's Sports Association, has just messaged us on our little in Facebook chat saying he's delivered the four thousand pound check to John White today from the Supports Association. So uh, our little bit of helping and you know the fans that have joined us and things we've done to raise money all going towards a great, great cause, which is what the um, Supports Association is for. We will be focusing in a couple of weeks' time on on the Supports Association with a special Rebel Yelp Live. But we'll talk about that next time. Some of the rewards out there, like one that seems so popular at the moment, is the fifty pound 
Name a Brick, which is going to look brilliant. Barry, I know I mentioned it to you. Can you clarify where, or is there not being drawn up where it's going to be in the ground? Yes, because uh, there was some early confusion on this, and actually think somebody wrote in and said, uh, are you building a new stand? Because uh, I think we might have made reference to a new stand in the original copy. Um, but no, I think the the idea, George, is if I'm if I'm correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's to go in onto a location on the main south stand. Is that right? Yeah. So the the idea is to go between the two sets of stairs um, that go up to the main stand, so so that everyone can see them. We don't want to put them in the stand so that maybe. Uh, someone that can't use the stairs or whatever can't see their their brick so we want to put them somewhere loud and proud so everyone can view them and and yeah hopefully between the two sets of stairs will be will be amazing yeah i think is that where the door is no so uh, you've got there's four sets of stairs along the stand and then there's two set there's two central areas so they'll go in the two central areas depending on i mean if we sell them all we'll have both walls full if if, yeah, it depends on how many we get through. Hopefully we do. I mean, I know I'll be getting one. I want one name on the wall and that little bit of history that will stay there. That looks yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I think James Higson's thinking about how much cement he's going to need to buy the pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's already messaging me about that same yeah. they're, going, they're going better than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be quite £50, £50 to have your name etched onto the wall at Woodside Road on the main south stand. It's a nice little memento to have. Forever. You know, why doesn't someone use it as a proposal? Sam, you could have done it to Ellie. You could have waited a little <laughs> bit. You could have done it, bought Ellie a brick, will you marry me? You know, things like that. But uh, guys, £50 available on the Crown Funder. Guys, you'll touch on some other ones that stick out. I quite like the t-shirt. Whose idea was that? Uh, I'd love to claim it, but it's uh, I put it down to George. Well, I'd put it down to Mark. I think he brought it up a while ago, didn't he? And then we kind of tied it into into this. But yeah, it was Mark's Mark's idea. I put the design together and shared it with everyone, see what they think, and it seemed to go down quite well. So hopefully they go quite well. You wanted to um, describe what the design will uh, look like, George? Uh, yeah, so it's the front of the T-shirt will be the league the league table as it stood when the league got expunged. Um, and then the back will say expunged but not forgotten. I guess, yeah, the idea behind it is that it was such a hard-fought and enjoyable season that we don't want it to ever be forgotten. So hopefully the more of them we have floating around, the, the fresher it will stay in everyone's memory of what an enjoyable season it was. And uh, and when you were looking at, at how big a, a league table to put on there, were you saying something obviously worthing at the top, but um, how, how, how many other teams have you got on there? Did it stop with something at the bottom? Well, initially I went down to eight. Because I think that's where where Bogner were, so I wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> but then it, the rest of the t-shirt looked a little bit um, sparse, so I kind of just yeah did the whole league table because there was there was room to do it. So I thought I'd go to for. To be honest, George, I wouldn't even mention them on this podcast because we all know that they're listening right now because they are jealous of us doing all this because they've done their own podcast now and they seem to be taking the mick out of our crun powder. So I think that's the last time you say the b word on here. All right. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. Perhaps they should have been expunged from the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah let's expunge from the t-shirt. I know Goldie will be listening, so hello, Goldie. Anyway, so that t-shirt's 40 quid, and that will be available, it says on there, from September, am I correct? Yeah, yeah, it'll be on there. What, what we need to do is once we know how many we've uh, we were sold, we'll email everyone that's bought one, get whatever size they want, and then order them in, and they'll be yeah, available to to come and either collect or we can sort out getting them to you. 
Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Looking through the rewards list myself now, we have got some other sponsorships of the stand sponsors. So quite like that you've seen Bibby on there before on stands. You've obviously seen Crucial Environmental under the shed end and you've seen other things was it goring electrical we've had forms stands yeah so you could be exactly like that and it says you can contact mark at wervenfc.com for more information about how the sponsorship i mean george uh, could you say on here now what what it would look like would it be a case of what we've seen before sort of like crucial environmental when they sponsored the shed like on top of it and everything like that yeah it'd be very much like that like um yeah the crucial environment when they had the yeah that stand they had the boards across the top of it and uh yeah it'd be very very much like that the main stand would be uh i guess it's the it's the biggest stand and you'll have a i guess a lot more branding to cover it but it'll be a lot like what you saw when when bibby were doing it i think um i think uh it's quite important this one actually because i'm glad you raised it james because uh obviously a lot of uh money coming in at the moment is from individuals and supporters and fans a few small businesses as well which is fantastic but the sponsorship of the stands is a great opportunity for some of our business community to really get involved in the club um either used to be involved and want to get back or first time in um and we've got different stands that, that are at different prices um, and obviously, it's a big, big amounts of money that we've got there. It's hopefully, something that is, is seen as valuable. So, if anybody is interested in doing that, spread the word. We, Mark, um, I need to talk about Mark to you in a second. But Mark will be available to talk through um, um, main sponsorships, as indeed is Stu, uh, who obviously does a lot of our commercial work. So, it'd be great to get some of our, our business community involved in this. Um, just a point on Mark, because he's been mentioned five times, and I don't think anybody knows who he is. Uh, <laughs> Mark, and he's worthy of mention because he's doing some great work for us. Mark actually is a, is a long-time buddy of mine, um, known him for 30-odd years. And uh, he, he lives in Ascot now, but he's from Worthing, and he's got a lot of family still in Worthing, and I know he's very keen to help the club. He's um, a, a highly experienced commercial director of uh, various businesses over the years and um he's a sort of caliber of guy that we're able to attract into the club now and uh he's doing a really good job for us isn't he george yeah no mark's been fantastic especially with well prior to the crowdfunder stuff but definitely including it as well he's been amazing to uh tap into and his setting up of it has been it's been incredible really he's been superb fantastic one other one that sort of st- stood out to me and i know that i can't because i've got no room on my wall unfortunately and my wife will probably divorce me if i got a signed worthing shirt as much as i'd love to so i'll probably buy a brick instead and something else but at least you can't really like, tell me off for that because i don't have to see it all the time as you guys down at Woodstock. but the 150 pound for a signed and framed worthing club shirt now that's a brilliant thing guys you know it's not easy to arrange to get everyone's autograph you know i know people have asked before for it you do see a players sign stuff but to have it all presented in a nice frame uh, and i think someone on our uh, abf chat has actually said that they're going to put it in their office which is going to look fantastic and what a talking piece at home and six of them sold already that's that's a great amount mm-hmm. yeah absolutely i think you make a good point there about they 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 look good anywhere wouldn't they if you had them in an office or a boardroom somewhere uh, yeah i think they'd look they'd look great or or at home and in a living room you might have to get the okay from everyone in the family for that but yeah certainly they'll they'll look they'll look great anywhere james we were just talking off air weren't we about uh about um rewards and um yeah i actually if i think if there's anybody listening or know somebody that could donate 
um, rewards. Um, they might own a golf club and they put it, you know, around for two people um, just to give something back. Um, those are the sorts of things that we can evolve the rewards on the website as in, on the crowdfunder site as and when um, they come up. So, you know, what you see there isn't a fixed uh, proposition. There are much many more things we can do. So if anybody does have ideas or has things they would like to maybe donate that we can then use as a reward and give something back for those that want to um, sponsor or, or, or fund and, you know, please, please shout. And uh, I think we're going to try and give some details so they can contact Anjon, are we? Yeah, we'll tweet them out after we can uh, we can get our email address. If anyone has got any ideas, I think it would be brilliant, you know, I'm sure the guys would welcome if Open Eyes anything to raise money for the club. Actually, um, a, a good know. example of that would be um, Holly, our, our physio, got in touch and said that she'll donate 45-minute sports massages. So I think there's four of them available, and they we put that on the reward schemes yesterday. So that's on there if anyone needs a sports massage from Holly. That would be, yeah, I think they're on there for about £30, which is great value for someone of her um, expertise. I know Pete, when he was lifting those beers in Morrison's last week, said he knew he had a bit of backache. So I think he needs a sports massage, <laughs> don't you, Pete? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So we don't have that. I mean, Sam and uh, Spencer have probably spent all their money now. Or have you got your eyes on other things? Originally, I went for the brick. Um, so obviously, I'm really pleased and happy to have one of those because that will look great for life down Wood's side. Um, as I said earlier, lifetime season ticket had to be done. And to be honest, I still can't really believe it. I'm still quite buzzing about it, to be honest. Well, it's yeah. quite good business sense, really, because if we ever do get any further than the National League, uh, you know, in, in future's time, you can imagine you, you could have a Premier League season ticket for free, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, hasn't, he hasn't read the terms and conditions yet, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah I'm sure Barry's got that ready. Yeah, I was thinking about that. If we get any higher than the National League, you have to pay it again. Also, no, I'm only joking, but, you know, yeah, it, it's, it could be a very good piece of business by you uh, and uh, Spencer. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. But I, I was the same. I invested. I invested in a brick. That's again, you know, a long-term thing. Something to, you know, something to see every time we're at the Woodside. And I think if I spent much more, the, the missus might have a word with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm amazed you let you get away with uh, doing that season ticket, mate. She's, you've obviously you're obviously a good, and you do treat her. So what, uh, what's she? What's she gonna? And, and Sam, for you and Ellie, what 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 is uh, what are you gonna do to say thanks for allowing them to spend that amount of money? we'll see we'll see no, it's keep it clean keep it clean <laughs> i'm sure there'll be i'm sure there'll be something coming back that she'll want at some point and it will it will be yeah but you had that season ticket yeah well, you you could a, um, you could have pitch. a uh, a reward for the um for the ladies where uh, you could have a reward perhaps a workout with um, with one of the um one of the leading players you know they could uh, you know, run them through a few exercises and such like or take yeah. them out you know you know that kind of thing AP Good fitness idea. and all that. Yeah, get on to Alex. Get on to Parso, get, see what he involves. Like or I think I think it, at least you have to take him down to Kenny Tut's restaurant in Worthing after to say thank you for a nice little uh, three-course meal down there, chaps. Actually, oh, awkward silence there. <laughs> I don't know Kenny, but uh, I've followed him on the uh, on, on MasterChef. He'd be actually it'd be great to get a reward from him, for example. I don't you know if you... what, that would be excellent, yeah. You listening, Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've been no, there as well. It's really nice. Give me, give me a little, it's a really nice place. I've been there once, and you know, went to Christmas. Really lovely, and yeah, maybe some of the local businesses in Weber could do something because I mean, I know we have some of them sponsoring down the pitch, around the side of the pitch. You know, some of the local takeouts and stuff, which offer a discount for season ticket holders anyway. Um, but yeah, as as we said off air, and Barry was saying, George was saying, and even Ange, this this crowdfunder is fluid until when, when's the expiry date? Is it the end of July? Mm. Yeah, it's uh, eight, well, 50 odd days from when it started. So, yeah, towards the. Okay. Yeah. So, am I right in saying that things could well, could possibly, probably possibly be added to this in the future? So, keep an eye on the crowdfunder page. Yeah, absolutely. If anyone's got any ideas, any businesses that, like Barry said, could drop a couple of rewards or, or anything like that, we can always add, add to the reward. And I think that's key to keep momentum high as well to keep adding new things and things that people might want and we, it's yeah it's not stuck we can we can keep adding to it so any ideas you've got no matter what they are just let us know and we'll we'll try and communicate it across and get it and get it out if it's a if it's a good idea don't forget as well like we said earlier to Stuart Hinch and Cam as well if he's getting involved running from Selsey to Woodside Road and that'll be a hell of a long run if we can make it was it to 20,000 by next week yeah, yeah, that was huge. Hinch texted me. Hinch and Stu both texted yesterday to say they wanted to wanted to do something. So I said, okay, come up with an idea. And they thought, why not run from? I don't know why who came up with this, but run from uh, Adam's house in Selsey to Woodside Road. It's about twenty eight miles. I looked on my phone. Yeah. I, did you? Okay. I, thought, and... I looked. It was about twenty five, which is a marathon, and I, I'm yeah. not. I don't think they saw it through. <laughs> yeah, but they've committed it to it now. If it happens, Pete suggested this to me earlier. Would you like a rebelyell.live commentary? We can go alongside in the car, just uh, sort of cruising, yeah. playing some music to jog them along, and do a rebelyell.live commentary if it happens. So well, uh, I'm let us know. Let us know if they get there. If, if I'm sure Stu's probably saying, "Shut up, not happening, not happening." You know, no, he was um, all over it. He was texting me all day. Is it happening? Have you heard from Hinch? He loves it. <laughs> we um, what what we should do here, guys, is uh, hold hold it at nineteen and a half grand. Um, day before, and uh, <laughs> just, just miss the target, yeah. and then just suddenly announce all this extra money the next day. And I think we should see that happen, don't you? Yeah, well, isn't it payday next Friday? <laughs> I think it could be payday. Because so I, I think the figure will go up on payday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, do you, do you, anyway, the other thing chat. was the other thing I did say was with um, we were doing a, a commentary on Rebel Yell Live from Salzy to Worthing following them is it deserves a pledge I think so someone needs to put some money in for us to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to get a GoPro set up on each of them that's what I want to do <laughs> <laughs> uh, do a video follow them along yeah. do a time warp or something like that's that that's it but, uh, guys it's been great to have you on and you know focus on this Futures Bright project uh, you know the future really is bright as we said like, two weeks ago Barry you coming on um, and you know saying that there are things in the pipeline it really gave a lot of the rebel army a good old boost the morale boost that we all needed we're all still feeling low from what's happened unfortunately this season and more importantly what's happening with life at the moment uh, as it is and the awful tragedy that is this coronavirus and you know the, the thought that some of them are thinking you know rumors are we still going to have a club to come back to because i know a lot of clubs are in financial predicaments right now and you know you gave us a lot of hope two weeks ago and i think having you on to talk about this with george and Ange and you know the steering committee of uh, sam and pete um it's been great and you know i for one am proud to say we've raised 13 grand so far um let's hope when we next speak in a couple of weeks time or whatever that can be 
maybe double that. We're hoping for 20 grand next. If we open 20 grand next Saturday, I think 26 grand by two weeks' time is achievable. And wouldn't that be a, an achievement and a half? Yeah, it would. Thank you, James. Um, yeah, I appreciate your words. And uh, we are literally, you know, there are two ways to approach this uh, situation we have with the coronavirus. And obviously, some people are very unfortunate about the health and, and, and well-being. But, you know, as a club, we, we, we're seeing this as an opportunity. and We're on full burners, if you like, trying to get out of this and come the other side of this in a, in a much better place than even where we were when we left when we left off. Um, and you know to get um, what uh, where were we thirteen and thirteen and a bit grand, so we've got effectively a third of uh, our funds raised already within three days, which is fantastic. I, I guess the obvious thing to say here is let's not turn the heat down on it now. This is the time to keep going, isn't it? Um, and, and get to that milestone by the uh, by the end of next week uh, of twenty grand. That would be fantastic, and we really set us up well to get this this project over the line absolutely amazing so thank you very much guys george um i hope we can have you on again soon it's been good to hear your voice and i know we'll see you back in a couple of weeks time for our um support association special with gary um, but i'd like to i'd like to leave you with sam's choice of song which is boston more than a feeling thank you guys take care and look after yourselves cheers guys More than a feeling by Boston there. It was Sam's choice, actually. A fantastic choice there. Great, great song. Fantastic to hear from the Futures Bright campaign. And, you know, the fundraising's done so far. 13 grand, guys. What did George want to say, Pete? He wanted to say, why don't you shout it out? Yeah, well, basically, um, George is just worried that this might get missed. But obviously, there's a big thing about uh, care homes at the moment. So what the club has kindly done is for every £10,000 that's raised, and they're going to give a free uh, 100 free tickets uh, to workers in care homes, uh, families, etc., etc. So, another good reason to get involved with the fundraising. Yeah, it's brilliant, brilliant, it's brilliant stuff. So, um, guys, get donating. Uh, the web address, if you haven't seen it already from the socials, is www.crowdfunder.co.uk forward slash WFC Futures Bright. So get on there, get donating, and as as we said, keep keep an eye on the the the, the actual uh, fund crowdfunder because you don't know how things might change daily on a regular basis. As we said, Holly added her sports massage recently, which was fantastic. So on the line, he's finally joined us. We've got Jesse Starkey. How are you, mate? Yeah, well, good, mate. Thank you. It's, it's good to finally have you on here. I know we've been trying to for a couple of weeks. Um, and then technology let me down and you didn't even connect to the call. So I do apologise about that in the intro, but it's good to have you on here now, mate. Um, what have you been uh, up to, obviously, apart from being extremely disappointed that the season um, has ended? And we were just chatting off air that you are still banned for one game, which is completely ridiculous, uh, despite the fact they've uh, expunged the season, kept the fines and kept the ban. But um, what have you been up to? Um, to be fair, not a lot. Just um, been in the gym, really. I've been going back to work now a little bit, so just trying to keep that ticking over. And uh, yeah, not a lot. Just in the gym, a few runs, and trying to keep busy. But there's not not really a lot to do at the minute, is there? 
As I um, said to uh, Finn earlier on, uh, to be fair, I'm a bit late to it, but I've just started watching that Man City is it all mm. documentary. It's quite good. Um, it's quite a good one, that, actually, to be fair. Yeah, so I started watching that, and I've been watching that uh, Designated Survivor. <laughs> oh, I like that. Which is, um, which is actually, it's actually quite good. Just like this geezer gets given the um, presidency of America. It's hard to explain, but it's actually quite, quite a good little watch. Nice, no, good. Uh, anything else you recommend or any new music? I know Jasper and uh, Finn were talking about some albums that half of us have never heard of or musicians. So, uh, anything from you, mate? What albums or music have you listened um, to? I'm a Drake fan, really. <laughs> yeah, anything Drake or um, a bit of Travis Scott. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, wasn't that what Jasper said? Yeah. Jasper's sitting and nodding his head. Like, <laughs> bit of Travis. <laughs> yeah, Travis Scott, man. <laughs> James, we've just had a message come in on the chat from Ollie K. Um, Ollie K says, yep. Jess, my player of the season. So there you go, Jess. One vote from Ollie K. Worthy player of the season. Nice one, mate. I've got three red cards and he's still giving me that. So fair play. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got to say I to that, Ollie? Peak is going to speak to Finn and we do the usual with the gaffer Hinch himself. But I think he's having a bit of connection problems at the moment. So... Um, Pete, you were going to speak to Finn about, you know, his little career and uh, what's that? What's gone on so far? Yeah, are you still there, Finn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can hear me. Yeah. Right. So we'll, we'll start with Worthing this season. You, you've broke you've broke into the team. Um, what's what's it been like for you as a young player? Um, it's very like the league's very physical and. Uh, Obviously, because everyone's a lot older and that, there's a lot of experienced players. But obviously, like Buddy and that, and the older players of our team have like helped me through and uh, brought me into the team. So I think it's going quite well at the moment. Yeah, to be honest, you've been you've you've done a bit of um, left back. Is that your preferred <coughs> preferred role? Uh, no, not really. No, I'm more of a right back, but I'm playing left back. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. I was just choking then. <laughs> 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 I, I always have one choking fit every broadcast for some reason. <laughs> it's just weird. Get yourself tested, mate. <laughs> getting a bit nervous. <laughs> so, Finn, um, Finn, if you've listened, if you listen before Finn, we know he's all trying to apply for the BBC because he like, you know, his loving with Holly Bayless a couple of weeks ago. You know, it was uh, more like a, an application for commentary yeah. on, uh, you know, his three counties radio. You know, yeah. I, I, w- I would never abandon Worthing. You know that. <laughs> oh. Ain't he a sweetheart? <laughs> so, um, Finn, go, going back to to your playing, obviously um, you, you're not the tallest, <laughs> and you did get you did get absolutely slammed by a couple of players in the, in the league, and we, we're just sitting there on the side, and me and me and James in commentary are going, "Is he going to get up from this?" And then you just get up, shake yourself down, and get on with it. It's just um, yeah. you know. And it, Incredible for a chap, you know. Remind the listeners how old you are. And uh, turned seventeen last month. Oh, it was actually your birthday last. Many happy returns for your birthday in, in lockdown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was all right. Cheers. You, you give some tackles back as good as you get, though, Finn. Some crunches coming from yourself. Yeah, just, just the way I've been brought up. From yeah, stuff. he oh, absolutely boy. loves a tackle. Yeah, <laughs> he loves a tackle. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Finn, you... you make everything sound so cool, don't you? He just loves the tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get that as a so... sound clip? <laughs> he just loves the tackle. So Finn, where did you, where did you actually start your footballing career, your footballing journey? Um, so I was playing down here, uh, like Sunday League, and then I was with this like um, doing like one to ones with this guy called Ian. And then his son is called uh, Charlie Gilmore, and he was um, he was at Arsenal. So then he got someone to come and watch me do a one a one on one with him, and then he took me up for a trial, and I was about maybe six. And yeah, I've been at Arsenal from the age of six till sixteen. So you went straight from Arsenal to to Worthing. No, after I got released, I um. Went to a couple of clubs. I went to Bournemouth. I went to QPR, Watford, but it didn't work out. So then I just thought maybe uh, go to Worthing and then just loved it when I was there. So I thought that's the place. Excellent. I thought you were going to say something then, James. No, sorry, mate. No, I'm trying. Stu's disconnected in front of call, so I'm trying to get Stu back in the room. You know, your good old technology of Skype here. Um, but, you know, uh, Finn, it has been great, as Pete said, seeing you, you know, breaking into the team this season, yeah. and, you know, being clattered and then getting up. Um, what's been your highlight of the season? I mean, I'm sure one of them would have been, you know, bossing the league in theory, but, you know, obviously that's a low light. What, what would you say your highlight has been? Um, well, obviously to get my first start in the league was a good achievement. And then um, obviously to keep my place, like he started me again the next game and uh, just kept... Uh, carried on from there so I'll probably think like the first game I started in the league probably the high moment and do you think you have family there to watch yeah they're all there actually there was um, my mum was in the stand I think my dad was with my brother on the side yeah your mum your mum follows you around doesn't she Finn well she she drives you to training yeah I can't drive (laughs) (laughs) so so basically, you know, I've got I've got to know your mum quite well actually. Talking to her on the on the sidelines, so you know, she hasn't actually told me any bad stories about you though. So I should ask her, if, you know, for the next podcast. <laughs> would be would be quite funny. <laughs> so do you think you you um are you looking towards next season with Worthing? Yeah, at the moment, yeah, uh, I think I'm staying at Worthing. There's been. Couple of clubs like looking, watching, and that, but at the moment, nothing's in place, so yeah, still at Worthing. Excellent, excellent. We'd, we'd love to see you there for another few seasons, to be honest. And yeah, I, think I, speak, yeah. I, I think I speak for most of the fans, absolutely. 100%. 100%. 100%, 100%, 100%. Yeah, um, so uh, Jesse, you're there as well. Let's uh, let's have a chat with uh, Jesse. Hitch has joined us again. He's Sorry, yeah, that's all right, mate. Um, Jesse, so you started your uh, career at uh, Portsmouth, am I right? Uh, yeah, Portsmouth at the start. Uh, I think I was about uh, seven. At Chelsea, wasn't it? Yeah, I was at Portsmouth until I was about fourteen, I think, and then was at Chelsea for three or four years. That and then this um, picture with uh, Callum Keeley that you put on his Instagram last season. Were you in that picture? I, can't I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, were, you, were you in the same age group as Callum? Or was he slightly younger? Yeah, he's, I think he's a couple of years younger than me. Yeah, um, Chelsea, went to Brighton. Yeah, was at Brighton for a few years. Uh, obviously met Hinch there. And then 
went to Swindon for a little bit and then came on loan to Worthing from Gillingham and obviously we've been at Worthing since then. Do you enjoy your time at Worthing? Yeah, it's been, um, to be fair, yeah. since since I've arrived, it's been it's been uh, unreal. Like the fans, Hinge has been been legend me, all the all the lads. I'm getting all Turn the my PlayStation off then. Stop, so yeah, I can't really fault it to be honest. And what was your highlight of the season? Goal, goal, goal against Bogner. Yeah, it probably was that game actually. Um, it was a probably cracker. like the best the best crowd we played playing in front of this year and obviously to get the, the 3-0 win and get a little goal was, was good it was amazing Jasper you're still there what was your highlight of the season Jasper uh, for me my highlight was Lewis away um, great goal from you in that one yeah no it's just I oh, feel, was epic. as a team I just think we played so well um, and especially it was a bit of speculation at the start whether the game was going to be on and I, we're looking at the pitch. It was like, how was there even any speculation? The pitch was in good condition, and we just gelled. Was played so well. Should have really finished the game three or four nil, but I think everyone was fantastic in that game, and it just kind of put another marker on the season for us. No, no, it's great. Another great crowd at Lewis as well. And yeah. just while we're on the subjects of crowds, just want to give a, a shout out to obviously the away boys, the ABF. Um, just hit its five year anniversary. Um, so it's going from strength to strength at the moment with regards to everyone getting involved, singing, shouting, creating a fantastic atmosphere. So to Dean, Charlie, Chris, Kev, all the originals, five years, well, well done for getting it getting it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's been fantastic, guys, and it you know it's great, great to stand with you on the terraces um, on a match day. Uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to play another song. We're going to reconnect this call, and uh, <laughs> we're going to do some of Sam's "Would You Rather's." So get ready, chaps. I hope you are, you're ready for Sam's on the spot questions. Here's my key, philosophy. A freak like me just needs infinity. Have you picked the winner yet? Um, Alright guys, that was uh, Guru Joss Project with Infinity 2008. That was my choice. And uh, for those that know me, you know that's probably my epic song, the one I love. So um, we've all picked our song. So we've got one more, which is the, the Wasp song choice of Jazz. But we're going to do that after Sam's Would You Rather's. And I hope, have we had any more entries? Because I don't think we have, guys, have we? No, no more. Stuck at the two entries. Right. I'm disappointed. So now I'm going to close the competition now. You lot can just mug off and you've mugged us off. And you can, uh, Jasper can uh, pick the winner in a minute. But Sam, you're going to do your would you rathers. So let's uh, let's go for it. All right. So there's not as many this week. Um, we'll start off with one of our guests, Finn. So Finn, question for you. Would you rather yeah. play in goal? So you're in goal for the Champions League final or yeah. on the bench at left or right back coming on for the last 10 minutes? Um, I think I'll come on for the last five, 10 minutes. Not not sure goalie's my, uh, my fourth day. Yeah, hopefully come on and score the winner at the end. Hope so, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, Jesse, one for you. Obviously, you're a key free, free kick taker for Worthing and you love your free kicks. If you had a player that you trained them with, would it be Cristiano Ronaldo or David Beckham? I'd probably go uh, Beckham. 
Reasoning behind that, cult hero English. Yeah, no, I um, I tried a Ronaldo away one game this season, and I hit my big toe on the floor and <laughs> went out wide. So <laughs> I'll stick to the whips from now. I think. <laughs> Jasper, one for you, mate. Yes. Would you rather eat only pizza for a year, or never eat pizza ever again? Oh. To be honest, never eat pizza again. I like pizza, but I think after eating it for a year, I wouldn't want to touch it again anyway. So I'd happily never eat it again. Wouldn't do your fitness and football any good. <laughs> no, either. exactly. Cobb, Still waiting for the dominoes, mate. Finn would be doing a lot more running. <laughs> Spencer, one for you, mate. Yeah. Spencer, yeah. So, yeah, I'm here, mate. Would you rather talk like Yoda? So you talk like Yoda. Or breathe like Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, uh, Darth Vader could be quite cool. I think that could be quite quite menacing. That bit dark. Well. Sneak up behind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll go for the, I'll go for the Darth Vader. Cool. Pete. Yes, sir. Would you rather win twenty five grand on the lottery, or have a friend win a hundred grand? A friend win a hundred grand. That's very, very quick answer. That's, 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 that's absolute lies. Sort of guy, sort of guy I am, you know. Remember, remember, he said this. <laughs> yeah, but would would you get twenty five grand shared with you from that hundred grand though? That's a question. Who knows? I'd say I'd say give it to charity. <laughs> give it saying to, all the right the things fun, on air. Give it to the fundraiser. Yeah, exactly. Give it to the give right, it to Sam, the crowd Let fund. me pause you for a second. I've just had a message from uh, Anne saying apparently on your future sprite WhatsApp there is one last competition entry. So should we allow it? Oh. So you're gonna yes. have to send it to you're gonna have your to send it to the Rebel busy, Yell Jasper, chat group so Jasper can see it. Is that, is that shit? Is your mum's been busy, Mike? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh, brilliant from you. Brilliant. <laughs> to be honest, I've just seen it, and that is a that is a great entry. Let's see if that, that is a good one. Send, send, yeah. send it to the Rebel Yell uh, WhatsApp group, mate. We'll have a look. It, it it's it's in there, James. It's in Thank there. I'm yet to see it. Right, let's carry on with these questions for now. Stu, question for you. Would you rather only be able to communicate in emoji form? Or never text again. Uh, sure, just be sending the aubergine emojis to any girls he can. <laughs> you can still get an idiot. Never text again. Never text again. Yeah, I'm. Sh- I'm assuming. Like, I don't text. I use WhatsApp technically. I don't text. You know what? That's not bad. That looks like me. That's actually brilliant. Jasper, you've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> right, oh, James, question for you. Would you rather... Yes, mate. Would you rather spend the weekend with pirates or a weekend with ninjas? Definitely got to be the ninjas. They'll probably make damn good Japanese food as well. One last one. Um, we'll give it to, to Finn again, I think. What about Hinch? Hinch, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm here. All right, so Hinch, would you rather own a private jet or a private yacht? Oh, definitely a yacht, man. 
living in cells there's got to be a yacht in it <laughs> that's a shout we could charter one of those fishing boats actually and just run run on that shoe yeah, yeah, mate, please stop talking. You're giving away like what we're doing. <laughs> Everyone knows about it, Stu. Everyone knows. No, no, I meant about the fact we're getting a yacht. Oh, right, oh, right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that sounds like quite a good idea. How about Rebel Yell live from the yacht in Celsius? If Hinch wants to do it one day, we can all socially distance from a yacht in the middle of the sea. It has to be big enough. Get Abramovich involved or something. I'm sure uh, someone's got contacts. Jess, have you still got contacts at Chelsea? <laughs> Fantastic. Um so yeah, what what what, what we were alluding to there is um I mean Stu and Hinch, do you wanna say what you've actually uh said you're gonna do if we hit a certain target for futures bright next week? <laughs> not really um, <laughs> it's too late <laughs> uh, yeah it's, well Hinch messaged me yesterday and said um, said how about if we hit 20,000 um, he said we'll run from Chelsea to Bourbon so after I picked myself off the floor after being laughing so much I thought no nah, actually yeah just give it a go uh, so week week Saturday if we get to 20,000 um, by Saturday at 3 o'clock me Hinch and Camels and We'll be running from his house in Selsey um, to the ground, um, where we'll be meted by, met by uh, the paramedics and um, <laughs> back to life again, I'd imagine. But, um, a couple of beers as well, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I oh, know you don't um, drink, do you? Nah, but it's, um, at the end of the day, the fans have been fantastic getting a 13. Uh, if we can push to 20 by Saturday, even better, and I'm more than happy to do it. Um, Amazing. Good, yeah. Man. Um, Pete, what have you said? I don't know if you heard what Pete uh, Pete was saying with me. And uh, would you like us to cruise alongside you doing a live commentary if someone would donate? Yeah, anything to make the time go. Yeah, I'm more than happy. We can play. We can play the cartoons Witch Doctor for you, can't we? That would start you a long time. Yeah, that's uh, getting running away from you. Yeah. So Hinch, we lost you there, but um, we just said I don't know if yeah, you heard. But, uh, if, if you would like, if someone would donate right. and Pete. Pete and the Rebel Yell team, we can commentate alongside you on a Rebel Yell live broadcast if we hit that 20 grand to do a commentary, play some music alongside you and tunes. Oh, definitely. And, and, and just basically keep you going through it. Yeah. Yeah, we actually need yeah. to sit down and map this one out because we've, we've done this as much thinking of it as, yes, it would be a good idea. Yeah, it's probably possible, but no one's actually sat down and gone. What roads do we need to go through? Do we need to run alongside the A the A27 uh, at any point? Um, so there's a, there's a bit of planning to do. Um, sure, we're you want to think things, mate. You just make sure you don't collapse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be running along the M27, mate. So we uh, make sure that we have a defib. <laughs> hey, mate, I'm fine. You got one about you, mate. You're old, not me. Well, well Hinch, let's put it this way. If, um, if we get it, we'll uh, plan it along the road so we can play some music and psych you up for along and have a few shout outs yeah, for the callers definitely. and everything like that. And we'll try and raise it. So keep in touch with us. And if someone if someone will donate, as Pete said, Pete, what should we set it as? What what should we add it as? I, I just think any sort of contribution would be fantastic. And also, if yeah. um, if they do have to do it, and they're saying the run will be a week Saturday, then I reckon. 
uh, they should set up some sort of sponsorship so everyone gives them a pound a mile or something, and that would put more money into the fund. Yeah, but that means Stu's actually going to have to run it now, so he kind of is kind of stuck. Hey, don't him, underestimate my fit I am, by the way. Do not underestimate how fit I am. <laughs> what you like can do as well is when you put money in the crowdfunding, you can put a comment on there. So obviously, if people are going to donate money, generally, pop a comment on there saying that you like Rebel Yell broadcast alongside. I would like to say, guys, from, since we started the broadcast today, we've actually raised over £140. So thank you to Yasmin and Alexia Ball, Gary Wyatt, well done, someone people. anonymous. So that's another step closer to seeing them run. Is it next Saturday or Saturday after? What are you planning? Uh, so it's the next Saturday. Is that when you'll Saturday. do the run or is it the following Saturday you'll do the run? Following Saturday. Money's got to be by this Saturday. <laughs> We'll run the following Saturday. Okay, so obviously we're planning to do a Rebel Yell Live broadcast. Depending on what yeah. guidance and stuff is like that, maybe we could do, maybe we could uh, do something and we'll, we'll arrange. We'll, we'll keep in touch, chaps, and we'll see what we yeah, can do. Definitely. And if you can mark it out, and it'll be good to do an hour and a half on the air and you know following you guys. I mean, unfortunately, we've only got a three hour limit, and you know, as much as I love you guys, I, I don't. And I mean, I wouldn't be able to do a mile in three hours, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'll see. Uh, no, we'll, we'll be done in a couple of hours, so it's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, all right, 26, what, 13 miles an hour, mate? Yeah, cool. Look at Jesse's spread, by the way. Oh, my yeah. God. He's sitting in a nice little putt garden. In the garden. Anyway, what we're going to do is we're going to play um, Wasp's song, Jasper's choice of song, and then he's going to pick his winner, and we'll wrap it all up. So thanks for listening. Stay on the line a little bit longer, and we'll be right back with you. Go on, the wasp! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Very chuffed. Very chuffed with that. So, Not the, reason that the reason we played that right at the end is because uh, it's come to that time. We had one last minute entry from um, Ange from the sports. I assume it was from her. Um, we've now got three entries. Jasper, you've been impressed. or I know we said we're disappointed, but we were joking. We do appreciate those that have taken the time to do it. Um, Just what what are your views on it? Um, three very good entries, I can't lie. Um, and the, the bar has been set very high, which makes my uh, decision a very tough one. So, I think, should we all do a little drum roll by tapping our hands on the table or something? Like, I mean, guess you can use a fork or something like that. I was enjoying... I was... I was enjoying listening to Jasper really big it up. Yeah, it, it was a proper big up, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Jasper, the time's come. Yes. Who are you going to choose as the winner of the signed Rebel Yell season 1920 squad picture? So, the reasoning behind my decision, I've gone on sheer effort and just given it a good old go and a real good... Good picture, and for me, it's got to be 
Good old Bertie, age four. Well done, Bertie. I think it's a fantastic effort. Oh, well, yeah. so, um, have you well done, Bertie. Have you chosen to uh, erect this uh, good old uh, statue? Yes, I have, yeah. Um, so, in town, you've got Sneaker Lab, just mm-hmm. a bit down there, right in the centre, where the, where the middle of town is. Stick it right there, that will do. Is that where you bought those really expensive Yeezys that I can't remember one of the players was ripping you for the other week? Oh, God, honestly, nothing but negativity, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's stupid, Stu, Stu. Uh, probably, uh, It was Stu, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Stu, I'm ripping him. <laughs> it's always Stu. Dortmund, what you said about me? Oh, we're just talking about you, Stu, and to be honest, it's yeah, nothing, nothing changed, really. Fine. Go to sleep, mate. So, well done, Bertie. Um, we'll be in touch of how to arrange to get that to you. Um, but congratulations and a signed Rebel Yell photo on its way to you. And I'd like to say, Rebel Yell Army, I'd like to say next time we do a competition, please let's have more than three entries. It would be nice. Maybe we should just statue of Pete with his microphone like they did to Marty or something like that outside. But, you know. Anyway, chaps, what have you got going on in the next couple of weeks? Apart Work. No, just keep enjoying the sun. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the weather stays stays nice and we're allowed to exercise unlimited amounts now, so that's yeah. great. Go and get some yeah, runs in, I suppose. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you heard, uh, Hinch, I know you were... You, 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 uh, Andrew just said that with the 13 grand that's already been raised, plus a 4 grand from the uh, Sports Association, it's looking ever so likely, so I think this is going to happen, it's going to be good to see, and I think if they're going to do a marathon, I think it's only fair that we make it even more than 20,000, so you set the limit, but let's try and get it even higher than that, because I think having the three guys from Worthing doing that long, long run is uh, definitely worth putting your hand in your pocket for. Yeah, I like to think so. <clears throat> Definitely, put your hands in your pockets and give us some more money for this. Leave <laughs> the grand a mile, I reckon. Yeah, mate. My brother's made it, so I can't leave it. Yeah, Beer, so. chicken, and rice. Oh, nice, mate. Nice. 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 Just like you're having a nice day outside in the garden. Uh, <laughs> the Bundesliga is on right now. What's up? Any score headlines? That, uh, four, it's 4 0. Dortmund is smashing it. Against who? Is it weird to see no fans in the stadium? Yeah, probably as well. No, you see it in Ivory Lane every week, don't you? Goldie's going to be slagging you up on, online now. Thank you so much for joining in this week's broadcast. It's been good to have you along um, and giving up your time. We have some good songs, you know. It's been great to talk about the Futures Bright project. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. We are planning. We were planning to do a Sports Association special, but we might have to delay that because it looks like we're going to be commentating on the uh, Celsi Marathon by the looks of it. Keep donating, guys. Um, uh, the, the web address is crowdfunder. Is it .org or is it uh, .co.uk forward slash WFC Futures Bright? Um, let's get some more money. Let's get this stadium improvement project funded. Um, Tom Chalet's just pledged £20, so thank you, Tom. Um, it's great to see. Um, we are closely now 31%. So when we started the show with 30%, now it's 31 It's fantastic. If we can uh, 
keep going and you know even beat that donate to see this marathon donate to see Pete and I and the Rebel Yell team you know commentate on this and play some music for the lads um, chaps you enjoy your week um, Sam still some um, fanzines available issue 4 absolutely yeah fanzines still available that's PayPal um, Rebel Yell have a look on the social medias if you want to get your hands on one of those 3.15 he'll post it guys keep donating thank you very much have a wicked week and again we're going to play out with uh, the usual song pump it up because we will be coming up next week yes yeah. of course thanks very much guys you have a good James day. yeah one last point if we can just encourage everyone to keep their eye on the reward because they are changing on a daily basis as people's ideas come up and don't forget for every £10,000 that's raised 100 tickets are going to care homes within the Worthing area um, for, for so keep that money rolling in please brilliant thanks awesome. Pete. Thanks, for, um, thanks for just reminding us of that it's an amazing like, thing that club are doing for the community so we want to see some of you down there next season so thanks again guys and have a good rest of your weekend sweet as You got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up, don't you know?